0: Captivate pioneered the concept of bringing advanced, professional-grade dynamic content and ad management tools to the serious, independent creator when it released the original audio monetization and integration engine, Amy, for free to all podcasters using Captivate to host, distribute, and measure their podcasts. Version 1 of Amy gave every podcaster, regardless of download figures, or of audience size, the ability to introduce world-class, dynamic content management to their podcasts, and to enhance their shows with content that remains engaging, fresh, and easy to manage. Today, independent podcasters across the world use Amy to directly sell their podcasts to sponsors, to partners and to generate a diverse range of revenue through their own scalable business models. Building on top of Amy version 1, Captivate is today unveiling Amy 2.0, the first major upgrade to the dynamic content and ad engine that brings with it a range of unique developments, including dynamic content slot management, making it easy to manage content slots with multiple pieces of dynamic content within them. The ability to select up to 3 dynamic content pieces to insert into each dynamic slot. Available within Pre-Row, within Mid-Row, and within post roll but also available within the Baked-In Ad Painter. Simple drag-and-drop functionality for quick manipulation of dynamic content placement. And dynamic content insertion has been made even easier by introducing the new timestamp placement tool. You can now set up to three default pre and post-roll content pieces, and we've introduced a brand new content and ad tagging system that makes it really simple to organise, replace and manage all of your dynamic audio content. Plus. We've worked hard on initial background integration with Global's digital ad exchange platform, also known as DAX, representing the first major step towards scalable, automated monetization of Captivate's hosted podcasts. Amy 2.0 continues to integrate directly with Captivate's dynamic show notes builder to bring automatically updating text to your written podcast content and to continually save busy, independent podcasters valuable time during their production workflow. Amy 2.0 is available right now to all Captivate podcasters for free.
1: Rover's Morning Glory. Uh, Rover. There no, are walls against this. I think that's healing. Charlie. I'm smarter than you for sure. And Jeffrey. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming on roverradio.com. Rover's Morning Glory starts now. <laughs> 2022, good morning, it's
2: 12 good morning, Gloria, I'm Rover, theater is here, yo. yo, she's still out, she'll be back on Monday, uh, enjoy it, while it lasts, 866, yo, Rover, is our number, 866-967-6837, that's how you reach the show, give us a call at that number, you can text us at that number, that comes into the studio in real time, you can Tweet us. Just put at Rover Radio somewhere in your tweet. But the best way, give us a call, 866-967-6837. Get your email here in just a moment. I was pulling into work today, and I uh, I was behind uh, a silver, gray, I don't know how you want to describe it, silver, silver pickup truck, and it's our friend Chocolate Charlie. He I don't know when you got your pickup truck back. They, you bought a pickup truck. You, fifteen hundred Silverado. Yes. You immediately then gave it back to him after you drove it around for a while. Yeah. When I bought it, the tailgate was dented,
3: like all messed up, uh-huh. and the back bumper was had a couple dents in it. What do you?
1: Do you think you were? Well, it, it was rear-ended or something.
3: Not sure somebody, it's just a big. It's a big vehicle. And uh-huh. I'm sure somebody just. Bumped into something, backed into. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like huge damage, but you know, if you're getting something, you want it to look nice. Of so course, yes. I said, I said, listen, you fix this, or I'm not buying it. I'll walk right out of here. And they, they said they'll fix it. So, they, so I got, I just got it back, I think Wednesday, and they put a brand new tailgate on it, and a new bumper, and a new mirrors. Oh, and the new mirrors. So I was, so I was behind you. Mm-hmm. Now they gave you a loaner car. They yeah. you uh,
2: and it was. Bright orange, bright orange. Not, not, not. To be honest, not an attractive color. No. <laughs> uh, Very orange. But when I got behind you today, your truck that you're driving now looks dinky compared to the
3: one that you were driving. Oh, no. mine's much better. Mine like just.
1: you I kept the, the orange one. Oh no, it
3: was huge. Well, no, the orange one was a Colorado, which isn't bad. But that's a that's a mid. That's not a full size pickup. The orange one that one looked big. So I have a Silverado, full, yeah. full size, uh-huh. big. Uh-huh. The Colorado is much smaller, short bed. Uh, I think it's only bed, a five uh. foot bed, six uh, foot that bed. Sucks, yeah. We've got an eight foot bed now. Okay, okay. And my current one. But the other one, the other one has like a lift kit on it. The uh-huh. only reason why it looks huge. I gotta get that on yours, though. Well, it's hard to get into. My luckily, my Silverado has like step up bars, you know, or whatever you can step up. The the Colorado one I had did not have that. It was a Who's the pain in the ass to get into? maybe You had
2: to, uh, to crawl into it. Maybe for Christmas I could get you, like, a oh, one, one of those stair lifts that you see on <laughs> TV. You could sit in a little seat, and it would just lift you up into, into your that. pickup truck. Yeah, uh you gotta, you got to do not that.
3: not at all. This thing's huge. No,
2: I'm saying in okay. comparison to the one you were driving, it was oh, so
1: high up. I'm driving
2: like you a
3: rule in the road in that thing, Charlie. I'm driving like a monster truck now compared to you. I saw you. I was about to just run you right over and crush your car. you kick it huge sand on that road? You My Rover? By a yeah, but sand? There's over that's... the road, there's loose gravel and sand. Yeah. Uh, you didn't just, notice it? I, I could, could hear it, and oh, like, well, he's back there. Oh, yeah. Shooting. I was like, I I his car. I was waiting, actually, for you to come in and blame me for shooting sand at your car and go, oh, Charlie doesn't have back flaps or whatever right. those things are to cover. Sorry, mm-hmm. you didn't get hit with that? Rover, how'd you miss that? There's two giant signs of loose sand. And just the contact <laughs> it
4: was all kicking up on the side of your the car whole
2: road. Did't notice I was the whole road from here to me busy blaring uh Tank. yeah uh, I have to take my car in because i it's says that like the trunk is open, but it's not. It doesn't latch 100%. Oh, no. Last weekend, I took some stuff down to the radio station. I put... There were a bunch of boxes and equipment and stuff, and at first, the trunk didn't close all the way, so then I'm, like, trying to push it down. Yeah. My wife claims that I broke it, and I go, but hold on a second. Then I rearranged the stuff. I closed the trunk. It latched. Drove downtown, opened up the trunk, unloaded all of the stuff, Uh. My trunk has a little button that you press, you know, that automatically closes the trunk. Okay, yeah. So, I unload all the stuff. I hit the button. The trunk closes. It's completely latched. All week, it it doesn't give me any issues. I get into the car yesterday, and it says, your trunk's not closed. I said, what, what do you mean it's not? So, I go back there. I try and, uh, it just, it just I don't know. It's something screwed up. So, uh. I've got to take that in. Probably needs a new—I don't know—new latch, theater. That's what I think the problem is. If I were to, if I were to guess, um, let me read you some email here. Let's
1: look. Uh, where? Hold on here. I've got to get into the. <clears throat>
2: We got to stand while I'm loading up the email over here. Stan, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Stan. Oh, yeah, yo Rover. Yo.
1: What's up? Yo, Dieter. Yo. Yo. Hey, uh, hey, man. Quick, quick question. I know, I know. You love your cat, Dieter, I know you love your cat. And Charlie's got his his dog that he's taking to the emergency vet a thousand times. <laughs> uh, so, so, quick, quick story. I come back from work yesterday. And my roommate had been uh, moving some stuff around the house. We've got like half a double and there was a closet that she hadn't been into in a while. And I, I sat down on the couch and said, What is this what's this green stuff? It was kind of it was kind of chunky, but I don't know. I sat in and I said, What is this? And she says, Oh my god, that's that ra- that's rat poison. I put that down like three years ago. Her dog had chewed a brick of rat poison and immediately we had to go to um, the the corner store and get, uh, um, what is it? Um, it's not rubbing alcohol. It's um, hydrogen in peroxide. a brown bottle. Yeah, hydrogen yeah. peroxide. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, uh, so we had to force feed the dog hydrogen peroxide, and he ended up throwing up this green, looked like um, – Look like Jews from Ghost Ghostbusters. Yeah. Has 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 anybody else's dog or dog or cat ever gotten into anything like that? Other than Charlie's I mean, dog I've, eating. First of all, what, what what made
2: you? How did you get? Who who told you to get the hydrogen peroxide? I wouldn't have.
1: Did. I guess did. Worked, she, as, as I mean, did. I mean, I've
3: had to, to answer your question, Rover. Yes, i have actually had to do it because my dog ate the skin off of a tennis ball. <clears> like he just, yeah. just. I was thrown around. He just bit it. A uh-huh. little green felt thing or whatever came off. And he just ate it, and I was like, "Well, how do I get this out?" And I had read before you just you shove hydrogen peroxide down their throat immediately barf. As soon as you put it. Yeah, around. and my
1: room, my, no, uh, Charlie, my roommate knew knew to do that. I didn't know it was rat poison. She had put it down like I don't know two years ago or something like that, but in. In this, in a, in the spare room, in the closet where there was, and we had a few mice or whatever. I had no idea, but the dog never gets in there. She was doing some cleaning, and had opened up the door, and the dog got in there and ate well the, the piece of it, and she knew what it was right away. So the dog was so okay
2: after it peaked it off. Yeah, the dog,
1: ah. the dog is okay. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, I do have a story later that I, I'll get into about an emergency vet. There's a, something in the news actually, and it's. Murder. Sort of a weird story. I'll get into that. Uh, all right, Stan, thank you. People are spending a lot of money on their pets, at emergency vets. and um, yeah. Here is uh, an email from Jen, who writes, Rover, I'm with your wife on this. You're not responsible for Jeffrey or his family. I get it. If you don't step up, who will? It's a conundrum. It is, but this guy makes more money than I do after you. Factor in all the government freebies, being irresponsible with his money, his family, and his life is on him, not you. Why do you think everyone goes to you for a handout? doogie your mom, Jeffrey, and that's only the people you know about. You think Jeffrey is being manipulated and taken advantage of? You, my friend, are the one being scammed. Why do you think the same people come to you for money over and over again and you fall for it every time? In essence you are enabling them. It's you, man. It's me. Yep. My problem. Your mom, Deucey, Jeffrey. I I've loaned money a couple of times in the past. I'm out of the loan game. I'm not like a friend or Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that ever again. That always turns out to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know it really does, doesn't it? Yeah, because if they don't pay you back, then what do you do? It's your friend or family, and then you're like, we're going to threaten them? You cut them off, or you want your money back? Right. Jeffrey doesn't appreciate you, Jen continues. He's taking you for granted because you consistently bail him out. Dude, he doesn't appreciate it. Your mom, well, I don't know about your dynamic with her, but sounds the same. You are an empathetic guy. You love animals and kids and old people. I love that about you, but it comes with the weight of the world, and that is a heavy
3: cost. Who who wrote this? This is Jen. You're the most empathetic guy? That's right. Yes, that's right. Not a word I would use to describe you, I don't think. Well, she doesn't know me real well. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: was me. New new, to the radio. Yeah, new listener. Uh, Here is someone who writes... I think it's Cheryl. I cannot believe Doogee twisted your nipple. Why is she even touching you in any way? I figure B2 has too much class to stoop to Dougie's level and tell her to never touch her husband again. I listen all the time, and why she even works there is a mystery to me. She's terrible with the news, and she's so offended by everything. Hopefully one day you'll get rid of her. You know, I, I will ask her on Monday. I mean, it's just—I don't know what she's doing. I—it's one of the. Do she? It's was just you and her. She wouldn't have done that. No, of Robert. course not. It's the no. crowd. Your family's there. She loves that, and this. She got that from someone else.
3: Well, I'm sure that's she big was with her.
2: somewhere, and this, something happened, and now she thinks that's cool her, or something. Her, I don't know. Her kid's 12. That's what they do now. Nut taps and purple nurples Girls do that stuff? I think so. I mean, I was a guy, but I think girls did it. Brad writes, I have HPV neck cancer, Ooh. and I'm on my way for immunotherapy. I have a tumor in my neck, and it's tangled in my carotid artery, so surgery is out. Can I get a settlement from my homeowner's insurance because I caught it there? Uh, this is in regards to the woman who got $5.2 million from Geico because she got HPV from having sex with a guy in his car. She gets HPV. She sues his auto insurance. She won $5.2 million. I can't believe it. Geico even appealed. They go, this is crazy. We shouldn't have to pay this. They lost $5.2 million. So if she won, this guy should win against, he got it in his home. Right. Senior homeowner's insurance. Maybe. Get paid out. HPV neck cancer. So what, he's going down on these girls and gets, he he gets it that way? Is that what happened? Sounds like it. Get paid, son. Assad writes, did you see Butterbean wants to come out of retirement to fight Jake Paul? What do you think of this? Oh. Oh, good luck. Oh, here it is. Uh, it's Buttered Up. The headline is, Boxing Icon Butterbean, 55, wants to fight Jake Paul. I don't know if that would be a great idea. Well, who's training with? Wait, who, who's training with DDP? It's Diamond Dallas Page. I think, I think Butterbean is. Okay. Training with Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, he does this, this crazy yoga.
4: Uh-huh. Supposed to help people that are uh, alcoholics. Have a lot of pain, but if you want permanent brain damage, fight Butterbean. You got permanent brain oh, yeah. damage from it.
2: You're, wait, you're dumber now than before you fought Butterbean. Yeah, it is possible. <laughs> yeah, good luck. If you want to do it? You'll never be the same. Who do you think would win, Jake Paul or Butterbean? Butterbean, how old is he now? He's 55. Oh, yeah. I, 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 Jake, Jake Paul's Paul, in this I think, would win this.
4: in his prime. But Butterbean hits you with one punch, you're out. Any one of those, those haymakers he's throwing, he connects, you're out, man. He's the, he was the king of the
2: four-rounders. And Butterbean is, he can take a punch, too. He's he, he hits hard, but he can take a punch. The thing that gets him is he gets winded. He gets gassed. He has absolutely no, as far as, like, professional boxing, he has no stamina. That was 400 pounds. Yeah. I'm just saying, if he, if he hits you, I would I would like to see that match. Would you take on Butterbean today? How old are you? Forty two. Forty two. He's fifty five. Would you take him on? That again. Was, was, round two. That was a one and done. <laughs> I've never done that he again. You could never do that again. I don't think so. <laughs> if I pay you Well if you double my salary. So if I make two dollars instead of the one dollar I made the first match, then maybe I'll do it. <laughs> I saw the contracts were over, I'll never forget that. We we had to
4: sign this before the match to make it legal and they go to give me my contract and I
3: get it and I see it says twenty five thousand dollars. And I was like, Oh my god,
2: this is great and they go, Oh, wait a second. That's butter
3: beans. Give me that back. They snatch it back. They give me mine. I look down at the money amount. It seriously says 1.00.
2: Sign here. Not even $100. 1.00. Because $1, they had to pay me something for the match. Yeah. And I was like, a, a dollar? I just saw the other ones. Like, no, no, no. Forget that. Forget Rip me. Rip you know, it up. Yeah, forget that. You saw that. Rip it up. Sign this one. By and, the way, that was not me paying you. No, who, the promoter. Yeah. The promoter hands it to me. But then the radio station is like, we're going to put a car sponsorship on your back. We're actually going to write on your back in huge letters. But we're not going to pay you for that either, okay? You <laughs> just, just started out on radio. This is how it works. So you're just going to get paid $1 total, and you're going to go out and fight this man. So the radio station made money. Tom Pun- Butterbean made money. Everyone made money except for you. Yeah, and you got punched. I don't, <laughs> think, I, I don't think I made any money off of that, I don't think. Uh, how would I have made money? There's a lot of people down there. That's all I know. But it was free. It out the beer sales? Oh, I think the uh, the Italians got that. Okay, so they got paid. Yeah. I didn't I didn't make any money off of it. I made $1 less than you. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> but I didn't have to fight Butterbean. Right. Uh, yes, Jeffrey. What is
4: it? Well, mind you that um, Butterbean is 13 years older than Dieter. True, and um, the picture you had up on RMG TV about a minute ago showed that it looks like he's lost weight. He's lost. He's lost some weight.
2: So deer. I mean,
4: not much, but was, I mean some. And then uh, when uh, when I went a long, a while back, when the first time they put up the footage of that fight between Deer and Butterbee on YouTube, and I saw and I saw the one point in the fight where Butterbee you know misses with this big roundhouse. I said Deer is if he connected that, you would have lost more brain cells than you probably already lost playing football and fighting him at the same time. I would throw thrown out of the ring if he connected with that, you know. So
2: Dieter was probably about
4: twenty-four
2: when he fought Butterbean. Uh... But remember,
4: this is—I think that was, if I remember correctly, I think it was in two thousand six. This was before my time.
2: Was it that late? Two thousand five. So let's just say remember. Dieter was. Let's just say Dieter was twenty-four. How because old? Because
4: if Dieter's forty-two now, oh Butterbean's fifty-five. I did the math. It's thirteen years. How really.
2: old if if Dieter was twenty-four at the time? How old was Butterbean?
4: You would probably be, I don't know, 36?
2: Yep. Dead on. That's why we have him. He's a human calculator. Um, Brittany writes, you're over. There's a new show on Hulu called Candy starring Jessica Biel. It's a true story from the 70s based on a woman named Candy Montgomery. Jessica Biel's husband Justin Timberlake is in it too. I highly recommend you watch it. Well, what's it about? Candy, candy. But what's it
1: about? Ch- stripper. Not I don't murder. Oh, a murder. Hmm? Who a murder? Who murder? Who murders her? Who? Candy Who's murders. I haven't been watching much TV. It's just uh...
2: maybe I'll I'll watch it. I don't load up Hulu too much. You watch Orville? Don't even know what it is. Oh, that's Seth MacFarlane's uh, Star Trek.
1: Oh. No. You watch it? Yeah. It's really good. It's really funny.
2: Someone emailed me yesterday, Stench, and they wanted me to ask you if you if you like, uh, what was it, maybe Obi-Wan Kenobi oh,
4: or something? Of course, yes. Of course I like Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah?
2: Darth Vader's in it? Oh, it's great. Little, little Luke, little Leia? The only thing I watched on Hulu was dope Sick. Besides that I never turned that on either. Yes. Why I just, do you get it? Like do you have Disney Plus? I have to, yeah, I think so. Do you bundle it? Do you get Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus? I don't think I get ESPN plus, so maybe I don't have maybe I just have Hulu. Maybe I just have that separate. But if you have you have Disney Plus and Hulu? Maybe I don't have Disney Plus. So I, I, I I did some kind of promotion, I got that so I can watch that um Mandalorian, Mm but I think that expired after six months. I have so many different things. It's like, I'm
1: not sure
2: what's in the free trial period or what I'm paying for now. Yeah. I have to go
1: back and look. Um, Heather writes I
2: can't even believe you would take Tammy Snake's phone calls. She says she doesn't like Carrie from Rochester because she's still friends with Tuning into Tokyo Nate and how it's disgusting. But she herself made out with Val Ray that night. Mm. She was trying to get Nikki in Florida to flash Val Ray on FaceTime. What the F? How does any of that make sense? Carrie from Rochester wasn't even there on New Year's. Tammy Snake was. She's the most manipulative person ever. She gets mad at Jeffrey for hanging out with Carrie. She also is still friends with Mona, who had Nate living there. Her reasoning doesn't make sense. Sounds like a catfight between Heather and Tammy Snake. Mark writes, Rover, I'm a state correctional officer in Pennsylvania. We, We carry Glock 19s on our transports. All these callers calling in and saying if teachers carry that a student can easily take a gun from them don't know what they are talking about. I'm here to tell you if a gun is properly holstered, you can't just yank it out. There's a mechanism that you have to push down with your thumb and then push forward before the gun can be removed. Also, I'm a recent listener, and my boss Jake and I listen to the show every day. Well, thank you, Mark and Jake. But the teachers aren't going to be holstering these things.
4: It's going to be put away somewhere,
2: I'm oh, assuming. Oh, if I was a teacher, I'd holster that. Like you, have, you get up there in front of the class, you're teaching your lesson. You don't have to yell at those kids and say, settle down. You're packing heat and they can see it. You just tap your side. Uh, that's right. Talk to my little friend here.
1: Yes, Jeffrey?
4: I mean, if I was a teacher, I'd have an m 60 machine gun on a tripod and then am the students just to try something. They dare the students to try something? Yeah, it's like I said, okay, you want to, um, <laughs> uh, okay, make you want okay, you want Make my day, right? That's what you say. I, uh, yeah, I have a whole N60 machine got said, go ahead, make my day. Um. Um, I mean, if, you, I mean, there was always this, because of what happened in Uvalde, Texas and that school shooting and everything like that, you know, there's all everyone's up in arms because, you know, they used to should arm the teachers, everything like that, you know, I mean, uh, I mean what's the cause, you know, what's, what's the cause, then, I saw a movie a long, long time ago about something like, about something similar to so this, but was uh, um it was in a supermarket or something. And uh, the politician says they want to arm all the citizens with guns, and everyone and everyone's showing everyone walking around them. Get, and Then you uh, then the gradually the movie progresses, you see the consequences of it: gunfights everywhere, like the
3: Old West. Oh, how's right in, Charlie? Yeah, you pick them up. Oh, yeah. We, no, he was saving up most of it. We right. were just, it was silent, silent. right. wasn't told so silent. It was not, he wouldn't yeah. give me a silent treatment. We're just having normal. He
2: does have his reflective cap on today. I thought maybe he rode his bike into work.
3: No, 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 no. I gave him a ride. I, it was easy to spot him because he's waiting outside. and then <laughs> With his reflective I bright the, yellow hat? I said I'd be there at 535. Yes. And uh, I must have got there at 536 or so. Uh-huh. He immediately... You know, one day he's not even there. Yes. If I'm 30 seconds late, he texts, where are you? says, <laughs> 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 I'm outside waiting for you. Um, um, but, yeah, no, I could spot him really easily with that hat on, so it's good. Uh,
2: speaking of taking a gun, I have something I want to show you here. You can load up RNG TV. There's a pretty crazy story that just happened here. We'll be right back. Hang on
1: rovers morning glory the guardians
2: take
3: on the athletics tonight at progressive field first pitch at 7 on 100.7 wmms
2: your smart device with rovers morning glory tell it to play 100.7 wmms on iheart radio
1: radio transmissions leave the earth and travel forever Eventually, a distant alien civilization will hear the immortal word, Judy, I had a diarrhea accident. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory.
2: The guy who said, "Hey, teachers don't have to be worried about students taking a gun. They, they uh, it will be holstered." I don't, I don't think that's what the plan is, but uh, regardless, the cases, "I am my corrections officer. There's a holster. You have to push a button with your thumb, and then you have to push forward." I I, I have seen these holsters where. If you just go and try and grab the gun out of it, you're not, it, it locks the gun into place. It's not going to release it. Unless when the officer himself, you reach down, you put your hand down, and you hit, hit the button with your thumb in the right angle, yep, and then forward and pull out that way. I think most people don't know that. They think it just comes straight out. So if they go out and try to reach for a cop's gun, they can just pull straight out. Um, this happened here recently. Uh, not the the gun wasn't holstered, but they have a county housing authority police, which I guess must be police officers that
4: are in charge of, I guess, the projects. Some sort of like it's CMHA the police. They have their own. They have their own police department. Yeah, so they're responsible for security and all on all in all Cuyahoga kind of Metropolitan Housing Authority property. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Well, and you may think, oh, what a that doesn't sound like real cops. Until you see this video. I mean, I'm sure they go through whatever training they have to be sworn. It's you know, you just don't think like I remember when I was a little kid. You go. You'd see like the park police, and you go, those guys aren't really—they can't do, but they're actually sworn law enforcement officers. Um, what mall cops? Those I don't think they're actually sworn, but some of those malls, the fancier the mall, have you noticed this? The the more elaborate the security uniform is. You ever been in one of these malls where the security guards look like uh, like state troopers, where they had the big. The big hats on, a white shirt, big badge on. You ever seen this? No. I have. Yeah, I I don't know what mall I've ever been to, but I've seen that the security guards are dressed like when um we went
3: troopers
4: back in two thousand eight when I first got my Honda. We took a road trip to the, see the Mall of America in Minneapolis. Oh, okay. And yeah. The biggest mall in the country, right? And they 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 have like it's almost like they have an entire police department, but they just don't carry guns. And uh, the other thing is, um, yeah. So as Rover just said, that they, they have a very nice like state trooper sort of style uniform, very crisp. If you know what I mean. And what I, weapon do they have? They don't have guns. I think they, I don't think they even have a nightstick or even a taser. I think they're just, I think they let, like, I'm quite sure they have uniformed officers, you know, patrolling in certain areas of the mall, So if there is an incident, I think uh, they just get on the radio and say, hey, look, we got a problem, you know, officers, also, we got a problem in this area. And the police would uh, respond, you know, because they're the ones that can respond.
2: Now, so here's, let me give you this rundown. They, they released this body cam of something that happened just about a week ago where. Some guy is on the seventh floor of I guess the projects, and he the, the police are called out because someone is on the seventh floor just throwing things out of the window like a rock star. Just just he threw uh like a rock star a TV okay. out of the seventh floor window. He threw a TV, a chair, a door, a bed frame. A hatchet he threw out oh. on the seventh floor. So they, the police respond, and you're going to see this in the video here, and uh, you can always watch uh, RMG TV for free at roverradio.com or with the Rover Radio app on your phone, your tablet, or your TV. Someone, by the way, they go, Oh, you know, you, Rover, you'll say something, I'll load up RMG TV, and then I miss what's going on because they play a 15-second commercial, and I miss those 15 seconds. You don't actually miss those 15 seconds. Um, the video plays, when it plays after that commercial, it plays from the point that you started, that you loaded it up. So you don't actually miss the 15 seconds, just so you know. Um so they respond, the police respond, and they go into this apartment on the seventh floor, and they they can't find the guy until they get to the bathroom. I'm going to show you this no oh, no body cam video here. A dump here it is.
1: Police department.
2: I mean look at
1: oh it's a pigsty. Oh, oh
2: my god, I can't imagine. Clothes all over the floor. Checking so no frame. I mean, I just trash. Oh, it's it's a total disaster in here.
1: Police department.
2: But you will notice it's a total pigsty, total disaster. However, they do have a seventy a box for a seventy five inch Vizio TV. That's bigger than my TV. <laughs> this guy lives in a dump. He a nicer TV than me. But the balcony door is open. Yeah. So it looks like he was out there throwing crap. Yeah. Just throwing everything out the window.
1: Police department.
2: Now they can't find the guy. They're looking.
5: <laughs>
1: There's blood on the door? Yeah. Oh, my God. He got the tub filled over.
2: All right. Now, I'm just going to tell you here what's going on. So he's in the bathroom. In the bathtub, just taking a bath, naked, and the water, he just leaves the water on. It's completely overflowing oh. into the apartment. Can you imagine living below him? Oh, my God. And you can see even earlier here, uh, and Schnitzer is right, there does appear to be blood here on the closet door, like he cut his hand or something. But when they first walk in... Look at all the water that's on the floor here. Oh, I didn't notice that. And I don't know if that's from coming all the way. This might be coming all the way from the bathroom. Yeah. It's also possible that this fish tank here might have been busted and all the water in the fish tank came out. I'm not positive what's going on here. But uh, anyhow, so let me get back to where he is. Because this is about ready to turn. This is about ready to go south. And uh you think, oh, they're housing authority cops. Wait till you see what happens after just war or a Oh, my God. He got the tub filled over. You got a
1: problem? You got a problem. problem? Comes out naked. What are you doing? Just starts fighting with the
3: cops. You! Yeah. 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 Ah, you're fighting! Yeah. You're fighting! You're
1: yeah. got my you to my gun.
5: Gun. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So
2: they tased. I just want to pause it here because it's all happened so fast. Oh. They tased the guy. He's naked. Not sure why they blurred out his face, but uh, they did blur out his dog in here, too. Uh, they tased the guy, and uh, if you hear the cop the whole time, he immediately comes out of the bathtub saying, you got a problem, you got a problem, and it, it fights the cops. Yeah. There's two cops. They're both wrestling around with them. One guy's yelling, he's biting me, he's biting me. The other guy's yelling, he's got my gun, he's got my gun. So somehow this guy grabbed the cop's gun. I don't know where the gun was. If he had unholstered the gun, if the gun was in a holster, I don't know the answer to that. So the second cop does eventually get his taser out and tases the guy, and you can hear him go, ah, But it doesn't stop him. He's on something. You must be on PCP or bath salts. Don't they say that when you do those drugs? You get so hot, you take all your clothes off. Yep. And you go probably into a cold bath. You can't stop sweating. And here is... <laughs>
4: yeah, guys, you have a
2: fight. Hold, hold on Jeffrey. Jeffrey's talking over him. <laughs> And the video stops there. They did shoot and kill this guy. Oh. now here's the thing: if you're not paying close attention to this video, what actually happens? The guy is he's fighting with the cops. He's he has he's biting this guy's hand, this cop's hand. He bit the cop's finger off, according to reports. I don't even know how that's possible. But bit the finger right off. Like, gloved it or bit the finger off? It, it, the report says bit the finger off. To the bone? M- maybe right at the knuckle, like at oh. the joint there, you know, right through the the softest part, perhaps. No okay. wonder the guy was saying shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> now there's another reason why he's saying shoot him, because if you'll see in his hand, oh. he actually has the cop's gun right here. He actually is in control of the cop's gun. They tase him. You're going to see that. I'm going frame by frame here. Oh, the, they tase him. At that point, the guns already out. This guy's using a taser. Why not get your real gun out and shoot him at that point? Because, Theodore, this happens so fast. You don't have time to react. You're not. Thinking but didn't they their tasers out when they walked in? Hold on. So, so here is the guy. He gets tased. I love that ah! sound that he makes. He turns around, and he aims the gun at this cop. You can see it right here. He points the gun at this cop. He then shoots. He misses the cop.
3: You can see the cop. He's like, ah! Like, he's... How did he he disarm the gun? Was it not in the holster? Was it out? That I don't know. I don't know. Because it's hard to pull... I mean, like that guy had emailed in just uh, earlier this morning. He said... It's hard to get a gun out of the holster, right? That's, yeah, that's what he said, yes. Yeah. So there's like a button or something you have to press, and it's hard to get, because the holsters have like a locking mechanism. So does it, did he steal the gun from the cop? Yeah, like Right from his hand, I mean?
2: Oh, I, yeah, it's possible. It's totally possible that he, he might have taken it right from the cop's hand. But. It, it is the cop's gun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so okay. It comes out of the tub. His hands are empty. Yeah, he isn't yeah. You got Rob? You <laughs> got Rob? Yeah. <laughs> I think he was up. Oh, so Are they that, shoot and kill this guy. But this is what they have body cam for because what, you know, who knows what, if you didn't have this body cam, people would say, oh, why would you shoot this guy? There must have been a better way, less lethal. Look no. how fast that went south, you know. And, Dieter you're like, how come they didn't do this? How come they don't do this? Because it happens in, a, in a, literally a split second, the guy's. Fighting you and uh, disarming you and shooting at you. Well, like Charlie said, come in with your tasers out or your guns out. Tasers you're, out first. You, don't, you don't know what you're dogs, walking
3: yeah. into. They might have had their
2: tasers out for all you. Okay. as
3: soon as he walks towards you and he's nude and his dong's flopping yes. in the wind. You start shooting him right then with your taser. A- aim for the dong, man. They're trigger shy now
2: because they the, the the police are so embattled that that's because they don't want to the
3: Second guess.
2: Well, you, they don't want to, you know, yeah, oh, I you don't want to be a have this be a PR problem or
3: something. Yeah, but once then, you have the body cam, it proves there's a, a dong coming right at you. Shoot him with the taser. When they get the, the gun out, you, you don't were,
2: think you had to have the gun out. The guy comes out, Charlie, it, and attacks these two guys. Well, they obviously fight the, the one guy's finger, like, bit him off, and, I mean, shoot him. Yeah, shoot no, him. you mean they, they, if you ever needed a gun out, it was with this maniac. He has
3: nine other fingers. So, what, are you saying they shouldn't have shot this guy? I think, well, I think if they wouldn't have had their gun out, the guy wouldn't have been able to steal the gun from him. then they wouldn't have been able to shoot him at, at at them. Because I'm sure the gun, I don't think he just took it from the whole state. Well, you know, if the police didn't even respond, then they wouldn't have been there with their guns, and this guy wouldn't have been well, able no. to get it.
2: So maybe we True. maybe we step back a little bit further. And, in fact, forget responding. Maybe if we just defunded the police, none of them would exist. They wouldn't show up to places with their dangerous guns, and no one, no one would get hurt, right? The world would be a better place. Right. Oh, my God, I can't, I mean, this is a justified, uh, that's a justified shooting right there if I ever saw one. I'm surprised nobody got killed besides that guy. He didn't shoot one of those cops. Oh, they're so lucky. And when you pause that, he has it pointed right at the cop's yep, head. Yep, I don't know. Oh, he would have He would have killed him, I'm sure. I think that cop then grabbed the gun again, kind of saved the other guy's life, and that guy he was holding on to it. 'Cause he could have killed both those cops. By the way, these house, who would ever want to be a housing authority cop? Oh, they probably don't have a choice. I mean you start there and you move your way up. No, it's a different agency. That's like, oh you join that agency. Oh, they better pay you a lot then after seeing that video. I I mean that's yeah. probably the most dangerous job there is.
3: Going to calls like that? Yeah. Oh, think of all the
2: gang violence that's going on there and whatnot. And that, I mean, you walk in there, uh, yeah, I'm they had no reaction when they walked in. The, the place was nasty, and they're just like,
3: eh, "Okay,
2: of for the, the course. Yeah. And then when they see the oh, the water spilling over the top, that's reaction. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> and it looks like the toilet too was also. Overflowing, be clog that up or something. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about that.
4: Uh,
2: man, jeez, man, I, I don't. I, those guys, there, those cops are lucky, and their families better be thankful they didn't get blown away. Yep. Dennis, you're on Rover's <laughs> morning glory. Good morning, Dennis. Rover, yo, yo,
1: what's happening, Peter? Yo, so. And going back to that one story when the cops watched that one guy drown, it's like the stuff that these guys go through every day and, like, just for example, you know, this this guy attacked these cops and it's like, you know, he, he he had to use his gun. It's just in the heat of the moment, all that stuff happening it's just like you don't know what to do and like i know the whole swimmer thing was a completely different story but if i had to babysit people 24 7 around the clock around you know every time i'm working it's like you know you almost get sick and tired of putting up with oh, these
2: people I, well listen i first of all if i was one of those two cops that responded and that guy comes at me naked i just run away like i'm not engaging that guy stop it. see you later pal like Then he tries, then he takes a gun. I'm out of there. I'm running. I'll jump out that seventh floor window. I'm I'm not (laughs) wrestling around with that. You couldn't pay me enough money. I don't know what these guys are getting paid. But you couldn't pay me anything to go in there and do that. Nothing.
4: It's much worse. Like I get out of the tub, butt naked, slippery, (laughs)
2: sweaty. I mean, could you imagine that? You get home, your wife asks you. Like now, my wife goes, "Oh, how, how's work?" I'm oh, fine. Imagine you, you come home from work, your wife goes, "Oh, how's work?" Well, I wrestled around with a naked guy who was all wet, and he slipped out of my grasp, and and uh, he bit off loose finger, <laughs> yeah, bit off Peter's finger, and so I tased him, and he just goes, "Ah," and it had no effect. Yeah. Uh, And then he pulls Dieter's gun, and he shoots at me right at my head. Thankfully, it whizzes by my ear. So uh, then I shoot and kill the guy. Pass the (laughs) salt. I mean, what in the world? I don't know how anyone does this. John says, imagine if just one cop responded to that. He'd be dead. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got to go in there with your guns drawn. You don't you know what's to. in there. That guy could be armed. He's throwing a hatchet out of the 7th floor. Right. In fact, if anything, that showed great restraint, that video that we just played. Because, again, if it were me in there, I would. that guy gets out naked from the tub and comes running at me going, you got a problem, you got a problem, boom, shoot him. Yeah, problem solved. Nope, I don't have a problem, you're dead. I mean, that was an amazing... I don't know what else they could do, what they could have done differently. I'm sure they'll use that as some sort of Your training, training video. or something like yeah. that and say how they could have done this or done that or whatever. Maybe they did something. I don't know, but uh, I don't know what else they could have done. They're just damn lucky they didn't get blown away. Uh, I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER. Eight six six nine six seven six eight three seven Moose, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Moose. Hi, Rover. Hey. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw, but when the cop goes to wrestle again with the with the guy, yeah, you can see right there the muzzle flash going
3: off. It looks like a second shot with the gun against the cop's arm.
2: Yeah, maybe. Uh I don't. I don't think any of the cops got shot. I, I maybe. Uh, may, I don't know. I but don't. It I, looks like. It looks like the gun goes off right against the cop's arm, right as he goes to grab for the weapon again. They're just lucky. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he shot twice. Who knows? But uh, those I guys think he are did, I, I, just very lucky. Someone Alex sent me a text message that says CMHA cops started around fifteen dollars an hour you kidding that. me. Forget That's that. It. No, no, no. I'm going to work at Chick-fil-A. Forget it. Yeah, they pay more and you get yeah. free food. No, you couldn't pay me. They could say, Robert, listen, you want to be a CMHA cop? We'll pay you a million dollars a year. I go, no thanks. I don't think so. That is insane. i got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hang on.
1: Rovers Morning Glory. The Guardians take on the athletics
3: tonight at Progressive Field, first pitch at 710 on 100.7 WMMS.
1: You can ask your smart device to play Rovers Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. If by relaxing you mean testing your ability to not scream at your radio because of the infuriatingly stupid things you're hearing, then yes! RNG is very relaxing. Welcome back to Robert's Morning Glory.
2: So, much the message that Jeffrey should be prepared for that crazy guy in the bathtub to be his neighbor when he was living in a project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be. Uh, Jeffrey, is there any update? You're supposed to move into this home that you're attempting to purchase. Is there any update for that?
4: Not at the moment. No rush, no. No Right. Again? No rush, right? Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it and find out okay. if there is an update. Okay. Today, yeah, yeah. I don't I can't hear information. I don't know yet. So yeah. you haven't heard from the from the um, realtor or anything? Uh, right now, like the the way the situation the situation is in the hands of, of the, the, the attorney right now. So well. that's that's the that's the best information I can give you. So once they give you the go ahead, you can start moving in that day. Yeah, once I can uh, yeah once I can close on the house.
2: So, but remember, he was supposed to be out of his current home last month. Right. And The 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 landlord goes, 30 days more, that's it. The guy was nice enough to give Jeffrey 30 more days. He might as well start the eviction process right now because that takes a while. Well, what happens if, after 30 days, it still hasn't closed they're still in the process with the lawyer. It's that. not going to. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be. That's why the guy should start the eviction process now, his what? current landlord. Well, I heard him ask the first time, hey, can I get another 30 days? And the landlord said, well, what yeah. happens after 30 days if it's not resolved? We have, after 60 days, if it's not resolved. Then what, Jeffrey? Am I just going to keep letting you stay in this house? And that's when comes Uh my! To, I, 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 I do-
4: said that my goal is to try to, is definitely a, try to be out of there before the end of the month. I think that's where we Well we're
2: your in. goal was to be out of there at the end of
4: last yeah, month. Yeah, if the seller hadn't um decided to you want know. to um back out and but, screw it mean, up.
2: you're you it, it of course is your goal to be out by the end of this month, but you didn't hit your goal last month. You may not hit the goal this month. What's the plan?
4: You know, I haven't you know I don't know yeah. I mean I, I get you Oh. I haven't thought I I mean, I mean like look at the rents all over the area. Yeah. You know how high the rents are? You haven't been looking at it. Yeah. Anymore. Oh really? I mean like when this whole thing started, we started looking around where, where other places we could rent before I decided the idea about buying a house and I saw how, how much uh rent was for a three bedroom place. Well
2: I think apartment seven oh three at the housing authority is now vacant. If you'd like to move in there for a cheap rent.
4: I can't qualify for it.
2: Oh, so nice try, Rover. I saw an RV that was completely free. You said to come and pick it up uh-huh. free. Would you live in an RV? Like, I,
4: well, uh, how can I pick anything up when I don't have a car,
2: especially a car with a towing with a hitch? It's an RV. It's actually, doesn't it drive yeah, on its Yes, you
4: drive your bike there, throw <laughs> the bike in the back, and drive the <laughs> RV home, pick up the family, move in. It's free. I need a piece of land to put it on. I put it oh. put up on little silk, <laughs> get some propane.
2: Okay, tank. Any,
3: anything you offer to them, theater, it's... Well, I offered yeah. them my scooter... To at least get around, because yes. there's that old Honda scooter. Yeah. The one that
4: shakes going down the
3: road? It shook once, yes, that one. But, I mean, if you put air in the tires, it's fine. Uh, and I said all you have to do is get your motorcycle temps, and he just said, Nur.
4: "Yeah, that's yeah, because, yeah, because I, I wrote, yeah, how am I, and I'm going to use the DMV and whatnot, and, I, I, never rode, I never rode a scooter or anything, any motorized two-wheel vehicle on it. Shaking,
3: <laughs>
2: the, the death roll, the death rattle. It's because
4: the air,
3: there's no air in the tire. It's been sitting for three years.
5: So anyway. It it's a well,
3: break. So I offered it. Yeah, I said you could at least just ride that for the next couple of months until you get a car, until everything's settled. No. And he just says,
2: no he I mean, want. you
3: hear the answer was. And how would I get to the DMV? I don't know. You'd have You're to right. do a little sort of just a little bit of effort. Yeah, in the but finally, I'd I'd prefer that uh, you just pick me up like a free Uber every day. And he keeps wow. Ubering all the way to work. Like yesterday, he said he Ubered to the fence company, oh, and what that cost? And then Uber twenty bucks both ways. So forty. I got a ride home yesterday. Oh, okay. oh finally somebody. But at least still one way is out twenty bucks. It's Listen, two hours of his work is okay. just. Gone. I actually have
2: a, a solution for Jeffrey. Thought long and hard about this. No, I'm not giving him a bunch of money to solve his problems. He wouldn't be grateful for that, anyhow.
3: i yes. give him your extra car.
2: <laughs> there is a way that he can move into a new home. In fact, a nicer home than he's even looking at. And he can do it for free, Peter. For free! free? free how does that sound to you
4: jeffrey what do you think i thought that um because of wednesday show that you you were very angry oh this doesn't have anything to do with me i'm not helping you yeah the question is if you um, like free stuff what's the catch there's no catch
2: no cameras nothing let me show you this news story from Chicago. And I want I want Jeffrey to follow this exact same uh, methodology here for finding a place to live. Listen to this.
5: Well, this homeowner tells me she renovated her Chatham property and was excited to sell it. But she says a stranger moved right in. The homeowner tells me she called police, but they say there isn't much they can do. Danielle Cruz says she was proud when she bought this home. Now she can barely stand to look at it. It just brings back nothing but bad energy for me. Last month, she says a contractor came by to repair her vacant Chatham home when he noticed someone was inside and all of the locks were changed. We honestly thought that he was joking, so we show up with the cost. And there's a young woman in there with all of her belongings. Cruz says the woman told police she saw an ad for the home online, signed a month-to-month lease with the so-called landlord, and paid $8,000 up front. <sighs> Cruz says she's never met this woman, nor did she lease her property to her. But because the woman showed officers a lease, it's a civil matter. They said, unfortunately, they couldn't prove that she was trespassing. We have to go to court and follow the um eviction process. Cruz's neighbors were eager to speak with me about the situation.
1: It's disgusting. It's just stealing and um, it's not right. It's frightening. I mean that can happen to anybody.
5: I definitely do feel violated. I own this house and it feels like if anyone can just break into your house and kind of take over, that's a scary feeling. How common is this in Cook County?
4: This is not the first time I've heard this before. Unfortunately, it's becoming more and more common.
5: Real estate attorney Mo Dotko says two scenarios are possible. One, someone could have broken into the home, pretended to be a landlord, and rented it out fraudulently. Or two, the person inside moved herself in, created a bogus lease, and presented it to police.
4: If somebody gets into the property in the middle of the night, nobody sees them get in the property, they have a lease in hand, well, police officer can't determine. They're not a judge. That's a fake lease, or that's a fake signature. It's forged.
5: He says in most cases, like Cruz's situation, law enforcement will refer homeowners to the Cook County Eviction Court.
3: The process could take 6, 12, 18 months.
5: What I recommend
4: to our homeowners is the cash for keys step. Although it's a difficult pill to swallow to give money to somebody who is... unlawfully in your property and refusing to leave is less expensive in the long run. Who tells me. All right, so Jeffrey,
2: here's what you do. We're going to go online. We'll find you a nice, beautiful home vacant that is for sale. Well, I like this. We're going to create a fake lease for you. (laughs) Print it out here. Print it out. Give it to you. You sign it. You sign it and forge another signature. You then move into the home. You bring your whole family in there. You take all your stuff. Inevitably, the homeowner is going to go, they're going to try to sell the home. They have a showing, whatever, and they're going to go, wait, someone's in this home. They're going to call the cops. Cops show up. You show that lease, and they'll say, well, nothing we can do. You then get to stay there for six months, as this guy just said, six months, 12 12 months, 18 months, a year and a half of living free in a beautiful I mean, home, Charlie. I mean, uh, Jeffrey, what do you I think? Urge
4: on okay. I, I think with nowadays, because this is starting to become a trend, yeah. I think uh, people are going to catch on to that type of thing.
2: There's nothing they can do. It's a civil matter. Nothing they can do. You want 18 months of free rent? In a million dollar house. Yeah, we're gonna put you in a million dollar home. Nothing. There's no. You don't have to go to a fifty thousand dollar home, hundred thousand dollar home, two hundred thousand dollar home. You go for a million dollar home. No limit. limit. You move in. Say, someone leased this to me. What right. am I supposed to do?
4: Right. Yeah. And then, uh, um, then, that, then that happens. They take me through eviction court. They successfully get me evicted. Then what? So what? Move it's into in another 18 one. Fifteen
2: months. Yeah, you move into a different one. But moving is such a headache.
4: And you guys, and remember, oh, wow. you know that yourself. That's I'm being realistic. About. I mean, don't get me wrong; it sounds like an interesting idea and everything, but I'm just trying to think of a. I'm just being trying to be realistic here. So they can't get rid of. I mean, how pissed off would you be if you
2: were this lady? You buy this home, you renovate this home; it's vacant. Someone moves in now. I, there's two like that attorney said. There's two things that could happen. Either someone claimed to be a landlord and and scams someone and it wasn't their house to lease, and they took the person's money, I think that's a less likely scenario in this particular case. I think the woman just said, oh, I found a vacant house online. She moved in and forged the lease herself, faked the lease. I think that's what happened in this particular case. What would you do if you were that woman and someone was, Peter, let's say you bought a new home. You have a home now, but let's say you bought a new home, and you're going to sell the one that you have now. So you move out, you move into your new home, you put your house up for sale. No one's living there. The realtor goes there one day and says, hey, someone's someone's here. I was going to show the house, but someone's here, living here with all their stuff. And you find out someone moved in. What do you do? I tell my, my realtor, call the cops in about 10 minutes. I go inside the house, I find them, Brover, I just shoot them right in the head, I put a knife in their hand. (laughs) I go, I found this person in my
3: house and they they had a knife and I had no choice because I'm not 18 months. And the other option the guy said was cash for
4: keys. Pay the person just to leave? I have to pay cash for you to leave my own house? Your home? own home. Are you kidding?
2: I I think, I'm I'm sort of with you. Like, this would infuriate me to such a point that I would go, I I want to kill this person. How do you kill carbon monoxide? Such a scumbag person. Th- then their family would probably sue you and claim that no. your home
3: is defective. Yeah. Okay, i it fill with bees then. <laughs> I don't know, something. I mean, I would fill it with snakes or spiders or bees or some sort of pest to the point where they want to leave.
4: Would it be worth just burning it down, Yeah. You're burning down your own house to make the And then you
3: collect
2: the insurance. And then start over it, then mm-hmm. rebuild. Possibly. I, you might have to do that at that point. I, I can't, And it's the key, too, they had to change the locks. That's the two things you need, a fake lease and all the locks have to be changed. Oh, I don't think she had to change the locks. I think she changed the locks so that the realtor or the contractor didn't have a key anymore. So they don't come in there and disturb her. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't have to change yeah. the locks necessarily. Okay. You just have to have your fake lease and move in. And once you're in, you're in. You're a squatter. How is it that easy? <laughs> I don't understand. Peter, we're doing everything wrong. But you actually have a mortgage for your home. You're paying it every month, Which right? It's a
3: pain in the ass.
2: Yes. Yeah, sucks. You should just, just move around living free for, for a year. months, mm-hmm. Rent free? I mean... This lady has a lot of patience, and she apparently she's married. How her husband doesn't go over there. And I mean, you would have to threaten the person. You you've got to do something. But just, it sounds like they did that. And she's like, I'm not leaving.
4: I have a lease. She's like, I'm not in the wrong. I have this lease here. I have a lease.
2: You don't think she got scammed by someone with a fake lease, do you?
4: That's a lot of work. You have to find the house. You have to set up an open house. This lady has to come. You have to make her sign the lease.
2: I mean, where did you get out of it? $8,000? Yeah, that's That's a lot of money. That is grand. But the whole hassle of setting this up, having the person come before the original homeowner shows up, or the police, I think the lady just showed up. This is her move. Have a fake lease and just move into a house. Someone fake leased me when I was a, a kid. I threw a party in a warehouse, and we got busted by the cops, and it was no good. But I go, you know, we made, (laughs) I'm such an idiot. I go, you know, I, I made some mistakes on that one. I think I can correct these, and we can do it and pull it off and not get busted by the cops. Because it's just a warehouse full of underage kids, you know, with kegs. And, uh. I thought, I've solved this problem. I found another warehouse, and I leased it out for, I don't know if it was a month, whatever it was. I leased it out. I paid, don't even remember what I paid. As you say, it was 500 bucks. Don't recall. I pay 500 bucks. I then go there to start setting stuff up like a few days before this party, and this guy comes out. He goes, what are you doing here? I go, I, I, I leased this warehouse. He goes, this is my warehouse. What are you talking about? The guy who leased the warehouse to me, it wasn't actually his warehouse. Oh, he totally, totally he scammed me. And uh, So you paid this guy. Yep. Just out the money. Yep. And he gave you the fake lease and, yeah, just out the money. And then uh, I think the warehouse owner even called the cops, and I'm like, uh, like oh, I'm I'm like I have a lease, and you know they're like tough. They didn't give me the same story they gave her. They're like, no, this isn't your place, tough. Um, and I'm not going to argue that because I go, what are you going to say? Well, I'm going to throw a party here with a bunch of underage kids drinking. Right, you can't. No. You don't have much to you don't have much of an argument there. So what's your prediction now for Jeffrey? How long is this going to take for him? Will he be out by end of the month? will be end of the summer? When will you actually be into this new house? He won't be out by the end of this month, I don't think. Uh, and that's why his current landlord, if, if an eviction really takes three months or 60 days or I don't know how long it takes, but you might as well get started now. Ethan, you're on Rovers Morning Glory. Good morning, Ethan. Good
1: morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, what's up? Uh, I just wanted to bring up how that lady uh, potentially forced a lease um, I'm a realtor, and we use websites that for our uh, you know contracts that is an e-signature, so it's just online signatures. Yeah. So this lady and anyone who does this can forge a lease and have the quote-unquote seller. Uh, it could be through an e-signature, and that's uh, legally binding. Yeah. So that would kind of uh, make it hard in court to prove that it was. Uh, you know, fake or fraudulent.
2: See, I think that's more of a hassle. You don't even need to do that, though, because then they go, oh, they could potentially track the IP, and they go, oh, both signatures came from the same place, or just have a paper lease. (laughs) Sign it. (laughs) Have have your buddy sign a fake name on it, and uh, for the the person doing the lease, you know, the the landlord, done deal. Nothing you can do, right?
1: So, I mean, the only thing is you bring in the court,
2: and that's well, clearly not the seller's signature. Yeah, but it's, I think just it may not be the seller's signature, but then they're going to go, so you lose the case, but now you have to move out within 30 days or whatever. So you have that 30 days, plus all the time it takes to wind itself through the court system. Six months, if you do this, just before they can actually kick you out. It's not going to be a, a quick, easy thing to get rid of someone. Dave, you're on Rovers' Morning Glory. Good morning, Dave.
1: Hey, yo, Dina, what's going on? Um, I, I I don't have all the details, but my buddy had this issue. The, the a woman moved out, but the woman's friend moved in with their kid in his double, and she said, "I'm not paying rent, evict me." So, you know, she knew the game. Mm-hmm. Ninety days. So he, he, had a, he had a locks and it changed the locks and he gave the lady a key. He says, you're not leaving? That's fine, but my buddy's going to stay here too. And he was this big
0: 350. 300- Captivate pioneered the concept of bringing advanced, professional-grade dynamic content and ad management tools to the serious, independent creator when it released the original audio monetization and integration engine. Amy, for free, to all podcasters using Captivate to host, distribute, and measure their podcasts. Version 1 of Amy gave every podcaster, regardless of download figures or of audience size, the ability to introduce world-class, dynamic content management to their podcasts and to enhance their shows with content that remains engaging, fresh, and easy to manage. Today, Independent podcasters across the world use Amy to directly sell their podcasts to sponsors, to partners, and to generate a diverse range of revenue through their own scalable business models. Building on top of Amy version 1, Captivate is today unveiling Amy 2.0, the first major upgrade to the dynamic content and ad engine that brings with it a range of unique developments, including... Dynamic content slot management, making it easy to manage content slots with multiple pieces of dynamic content within them. The ability to select up to three dynamic content pieces to insert into each dynamic slot. Available within pre-roll, within mid-roll, and within post-roll, but also available within the baked-in ad painter. Simple drag and drop functionality for quick manipulation of dynamic content placement. And dynamic content insertion has been made even easier by introducing the new timestamp placement tool. You can now set up to three default pre and post-roll content pieces, and we've introduced a brand new content and ad tagging system that makes it really simple to organize, replace, and manage all of your dynamic audio content. Plus, we've worked hard on initial background integration with Global's digital ad exchange platform, also known as DAX, representing the first major step towards scalable, automated monetization of Captivate's hosted podcasts. Amy 2.0 continues to integrate directly with Captivate's dynamic show notes builder to bring automatically updating text to your written podcast content and to continually save busy, independent podcasters valuable time during their production workflow. Amy 2.0 is available right now to all Captivate podcasters for free.